In the fast-paced world of today's marketplace, are you looking at your business and wondering, what will it take to get known and drive traffic? This is Your Business Matters Show, the place where your host, Kevin Yoon, shines the spotlight on industry leaders to discover the power of business matters to share the insight that can positively impact your bottom line. Success is not about knowing your business matters. It is what you're doing with what you know. Turn up the sound and get ready for Your Business Matters Show. Here's your host, Kevin Hewn. To sponsor or not to sponsor, that is the question. And it's the question that many business owners ask themselves when they get a call from their local sports team asking if the business would like to put their logo on a team's jersey, on a rink board, or in the team's program. Well, today's show, the Silver Edition, the 25th show of Your Business Matters Show, is all about marketing. And I want to be specific and say it's about sponsorship of a sports team. This topic is one I know quite well, and in my former life as a professional and junior and in minor hockey for many years, I found you know asking for sponsorship was just a, a routine question on a daily basis, and companies would roll their eyes and wonder what's in it for them. Well, the other part of it is I've never had, and this is why this show is so special for me, I've never had two guests at the same time, which is really, really exciting. And so, of course, it has to be the Silver Edition and or the Silver Episode, as they say. So I'm pretty excited. So I'm going to bring them in. Um, both have had the same kind of background as myself in sports sponsorship. The only difference is, only difference is they've taken their experience and created something that is changing the way businesses sponsor sport teams. Chris McCarthy and Shannon Ferguson met while they were working for a minor pro hockey team. Chris has a degree in business. Shannon has a degree in communication and broadcast journalism with a background in marketing. The two of them are the founders of Fan Saves. That's F-A-N-S-A-V-E-S. And during their time managing the sales and marketing for the team, they realized a problem. Businesses didn't want to sponsor just to get a rink board or a scoreboard ad. They wanted more. And we're going to talk about their journey and this problem of whether or not to sponsor a sports team. Chris and Shannon, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us, Kevin. We're excited. (laughs) Hey, this is great. I mean, the topic is so dear to my heart and having the two of you, this is fantastic. And welcome to, you know, this show because I never have two guests. So this is really cool. I got both of you. (laughs) Yeah, we're a big fan of your show. We're really happy to be a part of the 25th uh, episode. So that's really cool. Thanks for having us again. Thanks for fitting both of us in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, this is great. All right. So look, we all have similar similar backgrounds, you know, sports uh, sponsorship with companies and stuff. But one of the things I would tell my prospects was don't waste your money and just put, you know, some logo on some sign that nobody's ever going to remember. You need to think about your own ROI. And of course, they nodded and they realized that I understood the problem they were in. And sponsoring can really be beneficial for a business. I truly believe it. But I want, and I this is why I wanted you both guys on the show, is tell me about this journey, why you guys came up with fan saves, and the importance of it in today's marketplace. Yeah, definitely. For me, uh, it goes back to my hockey career. I grew up in Ottawa. I've been involved in hockey all my life, uh, playing at the highest level. So that really led me to uh, my first year in my, my professional hockey career. So for me, I was lucky enough to play seven years in the Federal Hockey League. It's a single-A pro league. And uh, I was able to go to university full-time at the University of Potsdam. So in my last year, I was playing. I was a captain, and our coach and general manager got fired. So I was made the general manager, and I was basically given the reins of the entire organization, and I had to do all the sales, all the marketing, and all the game day operations. So for me, um, 
that was my first forte into uh, sports marketing and sports sponsorship. And it was really cool because I was able to implement all the things I was learning right from, from being fresh graduate uh, into the organization. Um, but I learned a lot about sponsorship and fast forward um, <laughs> seven years later, uh, I was playing in Cornwall and um, I actually got in a fight behind the net and I broke my finger. So it put me out seven weeks and, you know, like I was relying on, on that money to, to pay the bills. So I ended up working out a deal with the, the owner to make me the uh, sales and marketing director. And that's when my life changed. That's when I met Shannon. And uh, I'll yeah. tell you about the next phase from there. Yeah. So <laughs> phase, was, two. phase two. Phase two. <laughs> I was that. Uh, I was helping the team with some of their marketing. I, I owned a marketing business here in Cornwall and um, I was, you know, I was one foot out the door cause they weren't really giving me uh, the leeway I wanted. Um, and then Chris broke his finger and he came along and together we just um, like, we had the same outlook. We really wanted to, to turn the team around uh, all the sales and marketing. So we, from the beginning, we just had the same vision and then that was in in January of 2017 and then fast forward to the summer when the season's over and we're selling sponsorship we're pounding the pavement and you know we kept running in we'd, we'd be out all day selling sponsorship separately and we'd come back and we kept running into the same problem where we'd be like no one wants to sponsor the team because they don't want to just get a rink board or a scoreboard ad and we it wasn't just one or the other we just kept running into it both of us so uh one example in particular, I had went into Menchie's uh, in Cornwall, and the the owner, she was really nice, but she's like, I used to sponsor the junior team in Cornwall, and, you know, we had a, a coupon in the back of the program. No one ever brought one in. We never got one back, so I just don't sponsor any teams anymore. And after that, we had a conversation, and we were like, what if we could create an app? that you know could actually push people in so that's uh that's where fan saves came about but that was our background that kind of brought us together and really um that was our light bulb moment right i love it because this is a real problem and you know this show is all about helping businesses and business and why i wanted to bring out the other side because i'm on the other side but having you guys here is really cool because i don't have to be the expert <laughs> you guys are and the reality is companies face this on a daily basis right they look and they go okay and and let's talk the elite program, right? So NASCAR, NFL, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, right? So the big guys, we know them all. And you go in and it's a million dollars. I mean, let's face it. It's not small change to get in there, right? And they're trying to figure out how to activate and brand awareness. If you haven't got a million dollars to get on a team, forget it. Like, you, like you're just not going to happen, right? So now you look at the next level down, right? And so, Chris, what you and I kind of were involved with as far as playing, you know, in there. And you're like, okay, the double A, the single A, you know, it's there. The reality, you, you get the local flavor and the, the company owner goes, I want to help out. You know, I'll do it because of, you know, feeling good, but not because I know my company's going to get. Fan saves is about, and this is why you guys created it, is about listen. It's not just about, yeah, be nice, but wouldn't it be good if you could actually get something back in return, right? So I really want to get into a little bit about the, the product. And just before we do, let's talk a little bit of some of the misconceptions that is around sponsorship, like just from both sides, both as a company, teams, because I know how I pitch it, you know, when I tell my people, don't just put your logo on, but maybe from your guys' experience, because you're obviously younger than me, more seasoned, better at it than I am, I'm, I'm, I'm 10 years ago, at least involved. <laughs> so let's just talk a little bit about maybe some of the misconceptions around sponsorship in general. Uh, Shannon, yeah, go I ahead. Mean, 
I've been uh, on both sides of the coin as well before um, getting into sponsorships. I was actually marketing for for businesses, and you know, a lot of them would say they didn't they didn't want to do even traditional advertising anymore. And um, I was able to translate that to sponsorship whenever I was out outselling it, you know, because I would be able to talk to these business owners in a different language, knowing that I'd come from the other side as well. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions where, like you said, in a lot of businesses, they sometimes they just say, okay, I want to help the team. I'm just going to give the money. And I don't, they don't expect to get anything back. They just say, well, I'm just going to put my money out there. I've never got any any customer data, any like information on um, my ROI, I just never got that. So they, they automatically expect that they're never going to get that. So that's why Fansaves is actually, we're educating people and actually changing their mind mindset and their mind frame because they they just, they've never had something and, and they don't know what it what it's like, the benefit of that, that comes with it. Right, so Chris, uh, let's jump into, jump into a little bit about Fansaves specifics now in answer to that, like how Fansaves actually makes it beneficial even not just oh feel good yeah i'll help my team but hey here's some good return for you yeah definitely the sponsors want to have traffic coming back through their doors which is that roi they also want to engage with the fans of the teams that they're sponsoring right so finding like creative ways to engage with that fan really is what creates the partnership um you know to, to sponsor a team is one thing but there has to be that activation and it really is a partnership between the sponsor and the team both parties have to do their part to create a good sponsorship activation uh, for it to be successful. And Kevin, we should mention, yep. um, in case people aren't aware, so what Fansaves is, is, it's an app and it gives the fans discounts and deals from the sponsors of their favorite teams. So now the fans are able to see who's actually sponsoring their favorite teams and not only see um, see who's sponsoring, but also see uh, get discounts and deals. So they're, they're motivated and engaged and motivated to go into that store and spend money. So when when people are going in and spending the money, um, the, the sponsor and the team, they actually have a dashboard where they can track all the redemptions, they can track the customer data and see who is coming into their store, which can never be done with just a, a paper coupon or you know a, a radio ad or anything like that. So for us, we're actually going above and beyond um, not just saying, okay, X number of coupons were redeemed, but this is who is actually redeeming them. We had a pretty yeah, big brand it. name sponsor here in Cornwall that gave us a box of coupons, 2,000 coupons. And he said, give one to everybody that you see, every fan that walks through the door. And it was uh, $8 off a $40 purchase of more. But the idea was he wanted people to come into his store and actually sit down and eat. And if he could give them a discount, he'd be willing to trade that off. But the problem was he wasn't able to collect any customer data on anybody that brought in those coupons so with with our business we're allowing sponsors to actually do that not to mention it's really expensive to print off a whole bunch of coupons to the design work the printing the distribution like that is ex an expense in itself and for years businesses have been okay with that expense and for us what we're saying with fansaves is you don't need to print these coupons anymore print, like print is on its way out digital is on its way in it's it's here and it's here to stay so take advantage of it because with fan saves, they could change their deal at any time. They could choose how often someone can redeem the deal. So there's a lot of benefits. Absolutely. So here's what most business owners want. They want dollars and cents, right? Everybody wants to make a sale, right? 
in order to make a sale, there has to be something that the prospect slash potential client is going to do, and I call that activation. So the activation is important, and that's what we want with the coupon, right? Oh, I'll give them this. They're going to. But before that, and you said it, Shannon, they got to engage. There's got to be some kind of engagement. So before activation can even become a reality, engagement has to start happening, right? Engagement could be, let me just check out who this sponsor is. Let me, you know, and, and the app allows you to do that, right? There's, and then you go, well, what's Kevin? Like, you know, what's he like? Who's he, where does he live? What, who is he? Where does he live? You know, what kind of business? Every data component that is important to that customer, right? And the engagement, and, I, and I'm saying this, and I'm going to ask, it kind of leads into my next question is, should companies sponsor or not sponsor? Like, just a simple yes, you know, what do you guys think? Of any, think of any sports, any sports. Yeah, I, I say yes because I, I I've seen firsthand the power of sports sponsorship. Um, you know, like you can go to arena and you can see, you can hear, and you can touch the advertising. Um, it can get to the point of saturation, but I just think that there's so many touch points that you can reach uh, a fan. Whereas, like if you're promoting on the radio or a magazine, it's kind of just one touch point. Uh, there's a, a marketing rule. If I can think back to my uh, my Potsdam days. Uh, I think it takes like a marketing rule of seven, I think it's called. It takes roughly like seven touches, um, seven views for a customer to feel familiar with your brand enough to, to make a purchase. The and they're up to like, we're up to 12. Hold on, hold on, Shannon. We're yeah. up to like 12 now, guys. So it's even, it even reinforces more what you're talking about, Chris. Sorry, go there ahead, you go. I'm really aging myself here. <laughs> <laughs> The other really cool thing um, about sports sponsorship in general is that it creates um, creates loyalty, not only for the team, but people want people do want to support the brands that support their teams, especially in smaller cities and like at the um, the single A, the double A, the triple A level. People, when they know that that brand is supporting a team, um, they we hope that they're going to be more likely to support that um, that brand. So, and, and again, that's what Fansaves really does. But in general, sponsorship, when we were out selling it, we would tell we would tell these businesses, hey, like, look, the, the local hockey team, we need you guys to survive. We really want you guys to, to be part of this. And, you know, it's taking that angle, too, and, and showing that loyalty because sports fans often they're they're loyal people as a group so they will often be loyal towards brands as well yeah love it I, and i'm going to make this statement i used to say to our corporate sponsors i go th and think of the questions right so what do you think a team does on a daily basis they probably reach out to the community from a business perspective they reach out to community individuals they're uh, they're leveraging the media like you haven't got a better platform that is doing everything you want to have done and be a part of. And so it kind of, you know, sheds light on some business owners. They go, oh, yeah, I never thought of it. You know, they didn't think of it that way because they're selling tickets, right? Think of, think of your guys' days. If you didn't put bums in seats, man, those sponsors are going to go pretty quick because they go, well, you got nobody here. <laughs> So, it, so it's a funny story. Um, so we worked for two, uh, simultaneously, two uh, minor pro sports teams at the same time uh, for the, the 2017 and 2018 season. And one of them um, literally, so we launched our app. We were piloting with the, the Cornell Nationals. We piloted, we uh, launched, and five days later, the team folded. And the team folded because they didn't have enough money to survive. They We secured a lot of sponsorship, um, but it just wasn't enough to keep the team afloat. The community had been burned in the past by another team. 
lot of businesses weren't sure if the team would survive again. So they just didn't have that trust in any team, no matter how much we gave back, no matter what we did, a lot of businesses just wanted to take a step back and not sponsor. So, and then we, so we saw that firsthand and it, it was a bit of a blow, but the best thing that could have happened. And then we saw the other team we were wa- working for the Watertown Wolves, they actually flourished. They won the championship. So we, we kind of saw both sides of the coin that season. And it really, it gave us a lot of perspective because we saw what happens when, when teams don't get enough sponsorship, that there is that possibility that they may fold. Yeah. There's a huge ripple in the community. Everyone working for the team lost their job. Season ticket holders and families had nothing to do on weeknights. Um, you know, sponsors got burned. It was just like a huge issue. And it all stemmed from like one problem where, um, you know, it was really difficult to acquire new sponsors uh, and retain sponsors from previous years because they had been mismanaged in the past. Absolutely. And, you know, Chris, you and I appreciate this. I mean, the Quebec Nordiques are a great example. Moving to Colorado years ago, and Quebec is still striving for how do we get an NHL team because they know the impact and the power. And I'm using NHL, but that elite, the minute that elite level in your town, right? So whatever your town is, I mean, I use the Quebec because it's apparent with the NHL. They're striving to still get that team back. And so I think as a company in that local market, it's like, yeah, we want to bring this because we as a community, we all want an escape on a Saturday night, Monday night. Like, you know, we're doing the grind nine to five, whatever, you know, whatever jobs, whatever. And you're like, ah, I want to do this. And if sports is your thing, you follow the sports, you know. And, and so I agree with both of what you guys are saying on that. Yeah, I was going to say a perfect example is Watertown, New York. There's uh, one of the teams that's on the app is the Watertown Wolves. They play in the Federal Hockey League. And they're in the snow belt, so they get lake effect snow. So they get smoked with snow and it's a really cold place. There's not much to do. It's a smaller town. There's about 50,000 people. So the single A pro hockey team is king. And the team has like around like 60 sponsors. Um, but up until, you know, we came along, it was really hard for sponsors to be able to track their return on investment. So we saw a huge increase year over year. And uh, now we're able to go back in this year and the following years with actual true data to be able to show them the value of, of their sponsorship. And like Chris said, in those, in those smaller towns, oftentimes they do rely on on those teams for their entertainment, for their uh, their thing to do, you know, once a week or twice a week. So um, sponsoring a team and specifically like a sports team in a small area or small town has such a big effect that I think a lot of businesses uh, or business owners sometimes discount because they think, well, they're a mom and pop shop. Some, some of them, especially this day and age, they're like, well, we're on Facebook, so that's free, and we don't need to be anywhere else. And uh, with our marketing backgrounds especially, it's like, no, your Facebook is okay, but you're you're really not leveraging the, the what sports sponsorship can do for you. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, guys, so let's talk a little bit about FanSafe specifically. Let's get into maybe some little bit of nuts and bolts so people can go, you know what, I'm thinking of getting involved with, let's say, a team to sponsor – if they had fan saves, what can maybe some expectations and stuff they can deal with? Yeah, so um, our business model is really unique in the sense that, um, so fan saves, we license um, our app to the sports teams. And then they their salespeople actually go out and they resell it as part of their sponsorship packages. So um, their salespeople can sell it either on its own or they can sell it as part of packages. So if if a sponsor still wants a rink board, they can have their rink board, but they can also get the benefit of being on fan saves. So 
the salespeople go out, um, and now they actually have a tool, and it's unlimited inventory. They never run out of space on fan saves. Whereas if you think about, you know, in a, in a program, you eventually run out of space. Um, on, a, on ring boards, you eventually run out of space. So now salespeople actually have this tool that they can literally put every single one of their sponsors on, and when they're going out and selling sponsorship, now they have a way to tell the, the businesses that, listen, we're gonna give you a way to track your return on investment and track your customer data. And you know, this is something that, again, being in any kind of sponsorship, it, it not really, hasn't been done that much before. So it really gives that um, power to the sports team and their salespeople. As the fan, I can download the app on either app store for free and I can follow my favorite team. So I can follow say the Watertown Wolves and then I get uh, a feed with all different discounts and deals offered by their sponsors. So, um, you know, I can plan my night around what I'm gonna do based around the sponsors. Um, we found that sports fans are super loyal. And like Shannon said, they wanna support their there's sponsors that support their favorite team, right? So if McDonald's is a sponsor of their favorite team and they're offering a discount on fan saves to the fan, they're more likely to go spend their money at McDonald's than they are Burger King, who's not a sponsor, so. And the other great yeah. thing, um, we just launched our big redesign and we're so excited about it. Um, and, you know, we learned a lot from our first, our MVP. So um, our, our new app actually has push notifications as well. So if you're driving by and you have fan saves and you're following the wolves, and you're driving by and there's McDonald's on one side of the street and Burger King on the other, but Burger King's not a sponsor, well, you're gonna get the push notification from McDonald's saying, hey, you can save X amount X amount of money um, if you go into McDonald's. So those push notifications uh, are really important too. And that's extra, um, extra advertising, really. It goes above and beyond like, again, you're never going to get that just from a rink board. Um, rink board is great for brand recognition, but again, we'll go back to engagement. This actually engages the fan outside of the rink 365 days a year. Yeah, love it. Guys, what do you think that would be, being on the team side for a second, and the three of us will put our hats on, like what are some of the pitfalls that companies, like you know, here, we'll say the three of us are talking to a business owner, and he's like, or she's thinking about one thing, and it's, oh, man, if they only had of blank. Because I really want people to understand that when you decide to sponsor a team, it's not only on the team. There is some work on the company side as well, right? So maybe we can, let's talk a little bit, maybe some things that help people go, yeah, you make sure, you know, we want to engage the audience, but here's what you need to do to help us. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of, Again, it goes back to the community, right? So whenever a sponsor um, does support a team, it's important to let people know that they do support that team too in their in their store um, and or in their business. I find a lot of times people, again, it goes back to people just sponsoring. It feels good. They really don't expect to do anything or to get anything out of it. So it, it does go hand in hand when you're when you're sponsoring. If you're a business and you're sponsoring a team, it it helps the team and it helps the fans if you, if that sponsor is more engaged, if they're, you know, promoting it on their social media, if they're, you know, telling their customers, you know, go to a, um, a, a Wolves game this weekend, we're a sponsor, if they're bringing their employees to games or out in the community and supporting it. So it really, it goes back to the old adage where people just don't realize that sponsorship is, there's it's so much bigger than what they think it is. 
Yeah, yeah. Chris, as a player, when company would sponsor, did you feel as a player a little bit more obliged to make sure you helped out or got involved in somehow, some way? So I, I did. Um, I did as a player. Uh, we did a lot of player promotions and stuff like that, but I don't think I really appreciate it until I spent some time in the front office and I got an appreciation for how hard it is to actually sell sponsorship and, you know, to knock on doors and cold call and pay, you know, pound the pavement. So, you know, I have to get, you know, if I'm going to buy a slice of pizza, I'm going to go buy pizza from a sponsor. I'm not going to go to a place that doesn't sponsor the team. Uh, and that goes for any of my purchases. And uh, like, a, like we'd be told as players, like we'd, we'd be given like a little card uh, with different discounts and deals from our local sponsors so that all the players, all their families, all their networks knew about it so that they, they could go support that sponsor. And so that's kind of what, what we're doing now by making it known who sponsors who. Um, you know, a local team like our Junior A team here in Cornwall, they go to a restaurant almost after every game and it's their main sponsor, but the restaurant has no way of knowing how many people are coming in from that organization and spending money and all their families and everything. So we're making that available to the sponsor and also to the team um, to be able to work on that partnership with sponsorship. So, And, and like yeah. Chris said too, I think a lot of players, when when they're oftentimes moving city to city, each, each sometimes month to month, they don't know what team they're going to be playing for. Um, a lot of times when when the team has sponsors, um, it allows them to kind of, it allows the player to integrate into into the community in a, in a different way than if they just, you know, showed up in a new town and had no clue where they were going to eat. But like Chris said, there's always these player promotions and, you know, go and uh, meet the team at so-and-so restaurants. That's a sponsor and it brings people in and it brings traffic in and it also helps the players um, to, to, to know who the actual sponsors of the team are. We created a couple of campaigns. We did a recycling initiative in both Watertown and Cornwall. We did an It Can Wait campaign to, uh, to reduce texting and driving, distracted driving in both communities. So both, of, both, um, both programs had sponsors that we went out and sold. And then we executed these campaigns um, not only to educate the youth about the importance of recycling and distracted driving, but also to connect the community, the, the sponsors of the team um, and our, our players and all the, the, the students. So, um, you know, creating like going back to activation and creating like uh, unique and authentic ways to engage with your fans is really important rather than just, uh, you know, a shout out, a, 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 a logo, game or <laughs> yeah. a logo. Yeah, exactly. thanks. That's great, right? That's yeah, no, it. I love this. I mean, here's the cool thing. You guys looked at a problem, which is how do we take you know sponsorship and fix this problem? And I think it's the old school versus the new school. And let's face it, technology's here to stay. You know, we all are walking around with cell phones. Kids are walking around with cell phones. You know, like what 11 year olds and 12 year olds are. You know, it's it's just a way of life now, right? So it's not unnormal to think uh, we they should have an app, like you know. And and I think this is where fan saves becomes that big solution for companies and sports teams. What I like about your guys' platform is it. Yes, your customer might be that sports team because they want to have that technology. But if you don't get out there like you're doing today and talking to companies and going, listen, if you want to sponsor. You, you probably want to sponsor those teams. And if you're not, if they don't have fan saves, be the advocate and say, hey, team, I want to sponsor you. Go get fan saves because, yeah. you know, I want this to win for me because at the end of the day, why else are you marketing? Really, right? 
to make sense. Just Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. There's uh, sports tech. The industry is exploding right now. Uh, I mean, there's thousands of articles out there. I scour LinkedIn all day. It's one of my favorite things to do. But there's such a, a difference. Like there's so much noise at the top level at the major league about innovation and, and adopting sports technology. But then it doesn't really filter down to the minor league levels and even the junior level where there might be only one or two people working in the entire office trying to manage the sales, the marketing, the game day operations. Um, and I think let's let's dive into that for a second because I think that you hit on a really important thing. If you're if, as you're listening to this and you're going, well, you know, how does that affect me? Let's forget the major leagues for a second, and let's just say you want to spot. Hey, you know, in Canada we got the Ontario Hockey League, the Western Hockey League, we got the Q, right? In the states, there's the NHL and there's the, the uh, what's the other league? I never remember it, but it's the other Junior A League, right? <laughs> And so, yeah. like, these are, they're in smaller towns. They're in, you know, and there there are businesses in these towns, and they're going, I can't afford the, you know, the 100-mile-away pro team, whether it's an NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball. It doesn't matter. You just go, I can't afford it, but I can afford my local team. Then this, as you're listening to this, this is where you want to say, how do I make it work for my business? And Shannon and Chris, you guys have that solution. And that was when we were creating fan saves and we were thinking of how uh, the redemption method would work and, and all the little details, we really made it so that it could be accessible to everyone and to even those mom and pop shops, you know, um, back in the day I used to work in, in a small diner in a little restaurant and there was no like a POS system. We would write on the, on the, <laughs> the bill and give it to the cook and I knew that if those places wanted to sponsor a team one it had to be affordable and two it had to be easy for them to use we couldn't just have something where it's like scan a code or do anything so for us um, our new version is all geolocation so when you're in any establishment you're then it, uh, it allows you to press a button that says redeem it shows redeemed now and then you show that the same way you show a coupon to uh, your server or your cashier. So um, we did that. We were mindful of the fact that this, fan, like Fansaves, is going to benefit a lot of these smaller cities and a lot of the mom and pop shops. So um, we made the redemption uh, method really easy. And then we made it affordable. Like we made sure, I mean, each team can sell it at its own price point. So it's not like someone who's sponsoring the Ottawa Senators is going to be spending the same, same amount to be on Fansaves for the Canada Lasers. So we deliberately let the teams choose how much, what the price points they're selling it for, um, because you know whenever it's you're you're associating your brand with with different teams, so it's going to cost more, obviously, if you want to be on fan saves with a team like the Senators. But we did that again with with the smaller teams and the smaller communities in mind. Yeah, and like yeah. Shannon mentioned, we're we're connecting communities from all over. So every time we sign up a new team, that's a new community that's on the platform that that team is promoting to their fan base and their community to support their sponsors so what's really cool is um you can choose three teams but two of them are interchangeable at any time so if i'm in cornwall and i'm going to kingston for my son's hockey tournament i can change my team to the kingston frontenacs for example and i can see their sponsors listed offering a discount or deal so i can before i leave my house i can choose where i'm going to buy gas where we're going to go in between games what hotel we might stay at all based around that team's uh, discount so and like so Chris and I we both grew up playing hockey I played hockey my whole life as well traveling team and I, I remember, yeah. <laughs> so I remember being at like at hockey tournaments 
you know, in Brampton or like in past Toronto and we would be in between games and we'd be like, what are we going to do? You know, all the, the parents would be like, Oh, I guess we can go to the mall or there's mini putt somewhere. So we want, we are targeting also, we want minor hockey parents and minor sports parents be able to use fan saves and when they are in these cities and they're in between games they can pull out the app and they can see not only again like Chris said what they're going to do or where they're going to eat but they can also save money because playing sports isn't cheap and uh so we have that in mind as well <laughs> that's awesome guys so let's do this let's uh we're wrapping up here Jeez, we, we could talk forever because uh, we're, on, we're on the hockey subject but let's wrap it up and let people know where they can uh, you know find out more about you guys what you have on the go kind of the next levels because i know you're constantly up up in the game um you know so let's let's get the uh coordinates for you right here right now sure so we're uh we're currently in 10 teams, um, about to be 11 in, in the Ottawa region, all the way down to Cornwall and all the way out uh, as well as like Smith Falls, Kempville, Renfrew area. So um, we have, again, 10 teams. We have about like 70 deals right now, and we, we're constantly growing. We've been having some great talks with major league teams and, uh, and so on. So, um, yeah, the app is free to download. It's available on both the App Store and the Play Store. We have a website that people can go to. It's www.fansaves.com. Um, people can find Chris or I on, on LinkedIn under our names. And uh, they can email us if they have any questions at info at fansaves.com. Businesses and teams can both reach out to us via our website. We have a, a form there that they can fill out to get more information. And we'd love that if people really took something away from this. Uh, we're growing our social media right now. We're working that on Instagram, on Twitter, um, on Facebook. So, you know, give us a follow. We're always posting. We're always engaging with people. And uh, we we love to hear people's feedback like yours, Kevin. You've been you've been so great to talk to. And, uh, yeah, we we're always available any time of day. <laughs> awesome. So that's uh, Fansave. So F-A-N-S-A-V-E-S. Got to be careful. Eh? The F and the S sound mm-hmm. the same. So F is in Foxtrot. S is in Sam. So F-A-N-S-A-V-E-S. <laughs> <laughs> dot com. Yeah. Um, and so, guys, listen, thanks for taking the time to be on the show. It's fantastic. A lot of information. I know we'll probably have you guys back on to see how things are going because 11 teams is, you know, for some people it's small, but at the end of the day, the model is now just a, re- a repeat, right? It's really about helping businesses, and this is what this show is about, helping businesses understand that sponsorship can be powerful as a marketing tool for your business. Final words, guys, what would you leave with a, what would you want to say with a business owner? Um, just to, to team owners, I would say like we've been in your shoes and we know uh, what it takes to sell sponsorship effectively and we, we can really help. We've got a great product here. And to uh, business owners, definitely sponsor your local team, support local junior teams and, and uh, minor pro teams are so important to your community. So uh, definitely get involved. And to the fans, we love fans. We're sports fans ourselves and um, save money. Yeah, <laughs> Love it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you being on today's show. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Your Business Matters Show, a production of Be Your Best Today. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. And we'll catch you next time.